Hey there, it's Amy. Welcome to ChirpCast. Encouragement with heart, humor, and a little sarcasm. So today we're going to talk about something that I think my dear farmer here, who is with me. Hi, babe. Hello, everyone. He is kind of the expert when it comes to this, in my opinion. Um, We're going to talk about seasons. So what is your favorite season? My favorite season is the fall season when harvest is over and the last raisin is in the barn and I get to start relaxing a little bit and the heat starts turning off. Yay! That is my favorite also. I love autumn. I love being able to have cozy sweaters and uh, thick socks and not feel like I'm going to die of heat stroke because goodness knows California is, for me just like, I don't know, a death trap of heat. So there's actually a date that starts autumn and it is September 22nd. Yeah, I don't follow the calendar. It's the last day the raisin goes in the barn. (laughs) That's when fall starts for me. Yes, true. And I also do not follow the calendar because if you walk through my front door right now, you are going to see that it looks like fall in our house. Yes, and that is like a Disneyland like makeover thing <laughs> because, you know, Disneyland they have where they go from normal Disneyland to Winter Wonderland Disney in a course of like eight hours they pull it off. Like they shut down one day and they open up and it's all new. <laughs> I leave for work one day and I start getting little clues when I start seeing boxes stacked in the corner of the room and then when I come back it's like a hurricane like a Tasmanian devil have come through my house and I am left with fall decorations and autumn leaves and you know pumpkins everywhere and and I just know that that will last for a couple months and then all of a sudden more boxes will show up in the corner and I just know that within 24 hours it's going to be Christmas so you're welcome yeah see mm -hmm. you don't even have to do anything I don't need little elves I don't need little helpers I just do it all by myself no I just get little clues that you know Christmas lights need to be installed on the outside of the house soon okay well let's not jump ahead to Christmas quite yet even though I feel like this year has been like the longest short season ever. It's so weird. I think this pandemic thing kind of threw us all off. Um, So we're going to talk about seasons and not necessarily just summer, spring, winter, and fall. I want to talk about the seasons of life. This is something we can all agree on. I think we have all been through really great seasons of life, seasons of joy, seasons of growth, seasons of new beginnings. Mm -hmm. But then we've also been on the other side of that, right? We've also been on the the dark side of the mountain, if you will, where it feels like everything is kind of falling apart, where we feel like we're stuck in a rut. We're just kind of in neutral, not really moving or growing or doing anything exciting. Those seasons are hard. Yeah, but, but they also stretch you and they also grow you. And they, I mean... You know, I I always go back to Psalm 23, you know, as we walk through the valley of the shadow of death, we know that the Lord is there, right? So it's like he grows us in those opportunities and he also puts a table in front of us that we get to bask and enjoy the feast that he has before us in front of our enemies. So it's like, I I don't like going through and, you know, heaven knows personally, I've gone through, uh, you know, times of of depression or or dark seasons and in our marriage, we've had stretch times. But, you know, at the end of the day, I guess after it's all said and done, we get to look back and say, I'm kind of glad that we went through that. And that's hard though. It is. It really really is. It's really hard to look back at some really difficult times in life, maybe not even in marriage, but just life in general. Mm -hmm. You know, um, for some, whenever they hit uh, those teenage years, man, it it was a bumpy ride. 
And for others, it was maybe during their college years. And for some, it's becoming new parents or maybe just getting married or, you know, hitting retirement. You know, these are all different seasons of life that we can find the good or the bad in all of them. I think there's there. That's why God gives us, you know, that there's positives and negatives to every season. Like I've been watching the news and we know that they've got these storms going on right now and they're pretty scary. And, Mm -hmm. you know, we just pray for God's safety for the people that are there going through all of this stuff with these terrible weather seasons. There's a hurricane season. We've got heat waves. We've got, um, for some states, they get tons of snow. You know, Mm -hmm. those are all different seasons. But, you know, we have to have those seasons in order for those areas to grow and produce and change and do what they need to do in those areas. If California never got any heat, what would happen to your raisins? Well, they wouldn't grow properly. And the same thing, it goes with storms. You know, we need the storms so we can accumulate the the water up in our mountains. So we have to have storms. I mean, it's just, it's part of the cycle of life and we absolutely need each cycle to play its part. If every time, if it was springtime all year long, our vines would not be able to, to flourish because they would just dry out. They they would have no moisture. They would have no, we need the storms. And there's been so many times California was in a drought for seven years and we were begging for a storm. Mm-hmm. Come on, we just need some storm. We were praying, Lord, bring the rain. You know, it's like, but how do we do that in our life? How do we sit there and say, Lord, bring bring some brokenness. <laughs> bring some bring some times where, where, where you can break me down and, and grow me. I mean, we don't pray those things, but I mean, in, in, in agriculture we do. But, you know, those are the things that we have to understand. There are seasons in our lives and there are seasons in everything from our marriages to our to our just personal life to our even our career. There's going to be seasons. I mean, it's just a normal part of life. And Ecclesiastes 3, starting in verse 1 through 11, it says, there's a time for everything. And then it goes through that whole section there and talks about there's, there's a season for everything, a time to plant, a time to harvest, a time for birth, a time for death, a time for joy and a time for sorrow. You know, there are so many different seasons of life. It's, it's kind of like you've got the flip side of the coin for every season, the good and the bad, the good and the bad. And one of the things that I think was really interesting is that when we were talking about the heat, when it pertains to vines, and then I promise this will make sense for us too, but when it's super hot and there's no water, what do the vines do? They start to wilt. They, they start to they start to stress out and you can see it visibly on on the leaf you can actually see it that they're stressing out and what happens is the roots actually start searching for water they will go deeper they will mm-hmm. search wider than their than their normal sense just to search out for the water but that's a good thing yep. because what happens is when those roots are expanding and breaking apart and 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 then when there is water they can easily absorb whatever is given to them because they have already searched out and 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 they're wide and it's it's such a beautiful thing sometimes i feel like though when we have been blessed and i'll say that word blessed 
uh, are soaked in in the water for too I'm long. I'm pretty sure you used the word spoiled a minute ago. <laughs> I, I did. Uh, are spoiled with so much. And what happens is that if it's so readily available, then why do I need that extended root? And so, we, become, we become so lazy because mm-hmm. then we think, well, you know, like, okay, take for example, before the pandemic, we would have Bible study throughout the week. We would have recovery group throughout mm-hmm. the week. We would have Sunday services throughout the week. We would have time of hanging out with each other and getting together and studying the Bible. And I'm going to be honest, not everybody wants to join in on those things. No. Not everybody is, they're like, well, I can come next week. It's always going to be there. It'll be there later. It'll, I'll just show up later. I'll, I'll fellowship with other believers later. But then later it happened and now we can't do those things. And now those same people that are like, you know, kind of flipping about coming are the same people are like, we need to have it now, 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 yeah. you know, it's funny. But that's exactly what happens. Um, in Matthew 7, 7, the Bible says, ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be opened to you. I really like this scripture because they are, for me, they're action words. Ask, mm-hmm. seek, knock. Mm-hmm. They're actions. God doesn't say just sit there in the mud when you're in the middle of your, you know, pity party or frustration or, you know, and these are legitimate times of frustration. You know, I understand if you've got kids at home and you're trying to be homeschooling little ones in kindergarten, you know, Zoom meetings are not the way you thought kindergarten was going to go this year, I'm sure. But when we ask, when we seek and when we knock, Those are opportunities for us to get out and to stretch. Just like the roots have to stretch out when they're thirsty, we do the same thing, you know? And and it all has to do with what are you going after? What are you trying to quench your thirst with? If you are frustrated with life right now, you know, maybe reaching for the wine bottle sounds like the best thing that you can do because you're so frustrated being at home. But, you know, maybe you could pick up a phone and text a friend and call somebody and just say, look, I'm having a really rough day today. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's going to help to give you a little bit of a boost, to give you a little bit of a water for your soul. So one of the things that we had talked about earlier, um, Brian and I did, was I asked him about seasons. And I just kind of said, well, what do you think of when you hear this? And he actually gave this quote to me that I thought was really insightful. And I wrote it down and even put a star by it. So good job for you. You got a star. And the quote is, doing the right thing in the wrong season is the wrong thing. Yeah, I think there's so many times where we want to jump out and get ahead of God. Or sometimes we even fall behind a God instead of just allowing us to be in lockstep with what he wants to do. Um, You know, in the vines, I can't prune. I mean, I can, but it's the wrong thing. But there's a pruning season and there's an irrigation season. There's a harvest season. And if I do any one of those things in the improper season, I'm going to destroy or hurt or even permanently damage the vine. Uh, In life, I think that sometimes just understanding that, and that there may be some listeners today that are in their winter season Understanding that God has you in that season, maybe for a place of rest, maybe for a place of, of, of working out some, some of those, those hurdles in your life is okay. Just allow God to do 
that work. And it's okay to be in winter season. There were so many times in my life where the minute I felt like winter was coming, I wanted to jump to spring and not allow winter to take its full effect. And then, and I should know better because in the vines, I cannot start pruning until we have our first frost. When I, when, when the, the temperature goes below 32 degrees at night, that's my cue that it's okay to start pruning because that means the vines have gone to sleep uh, or dormant is the word not go to sleep and uh, and it's ready time to, to prune and sometimes we have to do the same thing we have to find ourselves in that rest in God so God can start doing the pruning on us and it's not always the fun funnest times we understand that um, we've talked about that that it's not fun to go through some challenging times in marriage it's not fun to go through challenging times in our in our personal lives in our personal walks it's not fun to have to set back a little bit in your careers and and kind of be on a plateau but there has to be a season and it's it's good and, and if if we understand that going in, that pruning is part of the season, then then it's okay for us. We can act, at least get through it because that season has its proper time. So we have to be careful that we don't try to do and rush through seasons just because we're uncomfortable with them. And uncertainty and unrest, those are seasons that they can cause panic, fear, and even cause us to make uh, choices based on feelings and maybe depression has seeped in a little bit. Uncertainty is not fun. No. I don't not. like uncertainty. Um, I don't like not knowing what's next. I used to be, when I was younger, I was like, you know, it was all about, let's just go do something. Let's just follow the road, see what happens, you know. Then you join the dark side of the type A personality <laughs> I am. And you're like, we need to have a plan. We need to have, we need to know where we're going to stop for gas. We need to know, you know, everything. Uh, hey, and the older be. you get, let me tell you, it is important to know where all of the rest stops are because <laughs> you need to stop and go to the bathroom. You want to know exactly where those bathrooms are. Absolutely. But when we find ourselves in times of uncertainty, that's usually whenever we make um, decisions that probably aren't always the best. When we go through seasons where we feel like, you know, something needs to change or we need a little bit of something different, we will find ourselves making choices that don't always line up with what God would want for our lives. And I think that's probably the most important thing is during all of the seasons, no matter what season of life that we're in, maybe we're, you know, we've just become new parents, or maybe you're looking at retirement or uncertainty on the horizon in general, I think for all of us is a, is a fairly um, long season that we have had to endure for, you know, what, five, six, 57 months now. It feels like forever, but there's actually another scripture and it's really cool because I heard, I read this quote first and then the scripture came to mind. And the quote is by um, someone named Sean Dean and they wrote the consistency of the earth seasons is a reflection of its maker and steadiness of his character. Oh, that's good. I love it. And the scripture that goes with it is Genesis eight twenty two, And it says, as long as the earth endures, Seed time and harvest, cold and heat, summer and winter, day and night will never cease. You know, I, I've been in ministry now for over 10 years. And 
the worst thing I've, I've seen is when people start to panic. Yes. You know, when people start saying, it's not how it's supposed to be, or it's not how I want it to be, mm-hmm. that's more like it. <laughs> then what happens is that people start panicking, and they start opening and fleeing doors open and trying to jump in every opportunity, and, and everything seems like a good idea, and they find themselves in deeper, deeper uh, hurt because they're hurting themselves while doing that. You know, there's, there's just a time where it's okay to say, I'm going to stop, and God, you're going to be God, and I'm not. And I'm going to be still and know that you are God. And I'm going to patiently wait and I'm going to listen to you. I'm going to appreciate the season that I'm in. And because God, you know better than I. Wait a minute. You mean we don't have to be God? Uh... <laughs> that's my that's my type A right there. I am Little Miss Control Freak to the point where I believe you actually called me that the other day about something. I don't know what we were talking about. But I made a comment and you said, you can't control that. That's yeah. so hard. That is hard for those of us who like to be in control. And then I got the death stare and I walked out of the room quietly <laughs> and I spared my life. There you go. But the, but it's true though. I mean, we panic and we start doing some foolish things. I yeah. mean, we've all been there. You know, we don't get what we want. So we try some. And, and sin so entices us to jump off that diving board into into areas where we never would have jumped into before. But because we were panicky and because we were all over the place. Impatient. That's I think right. impatient is probably one of the best words for, for the season of panic. Because panic in and of itself, you know, is, is just a feeling. Mm-hmm. You know, like... <gasps> Oh no, now what? Yeah. You know, and that's the question. It's, it's, the problem isn't coming when we ask the question, what now? Mm-hmm. Or what do I do? Mm-hmm. The problem is whenever we do whatever we want to do and we don't ask God, what do you want me to do? That's good. Back on the farm, you know, I, <laughs> I, when it's time to start spraying, I'm not, I'm not a happy camper because that means I'm, that is my busy time. And so the first time I put the hose into the tank to start filling up the the spray rig for the very first load, man, I am waiting for the last time I get to do that for that season. <laughs> Me too. Yeah. Cause I never get to see you. I'm working crazy amount of hours, <laughs> but the, the idea is but I have to go through the process. I can't go to the first one and then go to the last one and right. not spray in between because if I do, I'm going to cause damage. I have to go through the process. I have to spray my five rounds or my six rounds that season. It's just what I have to do. And understanding that, that, and just knowing that it's not by my own strength that I'm going to be able to get through that, that I have to rely on God, that I have to just trust in him and trust in him in the process. That's, that's so important for me. And so I know that I'm going to have to go through it. I know that June 30th, which is usually the last day I spray is going to come on the calendar at a certain point. I just have to pace myself through it and that's okay. And the season that we're in now feels like forever long for any of us, you know, whether you're an essential worker and you're out there front lines doing your job to the best that you can, or if you are someone who's, you know, you feel like just sitting at home and you're not doing anything, you know, you're just waiting because maybe you have to be on unemployment right now. You know, all of these seasons, we wait. Mm -hmm. Every season is a waiting season. Mm -hmm. You're either waiting for what next. Mm -hmm. You're waiting to see um, the fruits of your labor. You know, there's always waiting. And I think that one of the main things that I think about when I think of waiting is aggravation. I don't like to wait. But I've learned in waiting 
that's whenever usually my heart steals Mm -hmm. and I stop talking and I'm just kind of sitting or standing. And that's when God is able to really talk to me. Yeah, listening is such a season that we forget that we have to really just sit still and and listen to the voice of God and he will talk. He's always talking to us. He's always speaking through through us to us, through other people. He's always trying to get our attention and we need just to be still and listen and not jump past that season because if we do then how do we get instruction it's like having google maps talk to you and you ignore it you know it's like why even have it in the first place we have an all-knowing all-powerful god who's talking to us and speaking to us why not take advantage of his strength his power his foreknowledge and allow us just to be uh, doers of of uh, of his word and what he's trying to call us to do or or what season we may be in and sometimes it's brian you need to shut up and you need to sit down and you need to listen to me and you need to rest in me um that is a season that i have always looked forward to doing and i talk about it a lot to people who i'm around is that i go and i live with the monks for three days just to calm my mind and and i need that season um, in my life to be able just to reflect on the year and to really take a deep breath get back refreshed with God and and then I can continue on but I absolutely have to have that season and it's important to me now and I didn't right. I didn't realize that until I had a mentor who sat me down and says Brian you are so busy you are running so long you uh, pretty much what he's saying is you are in summer all the time yeah. you need to have your winter and that's exactly what I did and the first time I did it it was difficult it was really difficult but i did it from there i was able to enjoy now what winter looks like what winter is and there is a huge benefit to winter and i need to understand that i have to go through each season in my life right i want to leave you with one last scripture before we're done here and it's philippians 4 6 and it says be anxious for nothing yeah right (laughs) (laughs) That's not what the Bible says. It does say, be anxious for nothing. But in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. Whatever season that you might be in right now, whether you feel like you are just dusty, dry spiritually, and you're going to blow away, whether you feel renewed by this time of quietness with God, where you've been able to be at home and enjoy you know, getting up in the morning or sitting down in the evening with your Bible, whatever time you have. Or you're doing the harvest dance. Or yes, maybe you're doing the harvest dance and you're reaping the harvest of the seeds that you have planted. Whatever season you might be in right now, know that God is there and that he literally is telling us, don't worry, don't be anxious, no matter what season of life that you're in. He's always been there. He's always going to be there, and he's never going to leave you. So that's pretty much what we got for today. Uh, We hope that you were encouraged by all of the random thoughts that we kind of threw in here at you, and we hope that you have a great day.